You ever hear something and know the world will never be the same? Houston, we have liftoff. Well, wait until you hear this one. Half price coffee. That's right. Get into McDonald's weekdays before 10.30 a.m. for any size premium roast coffee or iced coffee. Both made with 100% Arabica beans, both half the price. Good is brewing. And that's the sound of your morning changing. Limited time only. May not be combined with any offer or combo meal. Have participated in McDonald's. It's time once again for another episode of Georgia Business Radio. Broadcasting live from the Pro Business Channel studios in Atlanta. And now here's your host, Rich Casanova. All right, Rich Casanova here for another exciting episode of the Georgia Business Radio Show, uh, broadcasting live from our beautiful uh, Pro Business Channel studios here in Buckhead. And we have a... Uh, unquestionable subject matter expert on the topic of consulting, but specifically social media marketing. So, uh, Chantel, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Rich. I really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I didn't check the pronunciation of your last name, so I'm going to have you do that for me. (laughs) (laughs) How to show up with Coca-Cola energy. You're tired and you're thinking of canceling on your friends. Don't do it. Every time you cancel on a friend, a unicorn loses its horn and becomes a regular horse. Do you really want that on your conscience? Instead, grab an ice-cold can of Coca-Cola Energy with delicious Coke taste and reinvigorating energy. Keep the unicorns alive! Show up every day with Coca-Cola Energy. Energy you want, taste you love. <laughs> it's Cleef. Cleef. Okay, yes. yeah. I could have gotten that one, yeah. Yeah, not too bad. <laughs> All right, so Chantel, um, so welcome to the studios, as I mentioned. Let's kind of talk a little bit of backstory here uh, before we get into your topics and subject matter. Um, And where are you originally from? Well, I moved every two years when I was younger, so um, don't have a traditional home, in in a sense, um, or place that I'm from, but... My family's in Florida, so okay. high school and college in Florida, if that helps. All right, nice. Yeah, yeah. I was born in Miami. Nice, okay. Yep. But at 13 months old, I decided to move out of Miami, yeah. so <laughs> But still a Floridian, <laughs> lived in cent- Central Florida, but it's not about me. It's about Chantel. So um, so now this, um, stemming from a deep love and respect for small businesses, which is right in our wheelhouse, um, you built Image Media, and I went to your website. It's very impressive, by the way, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, Imagine Media. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Imagine. Yeah. What did I say? Image. Yeah, okay. <laughs> imagine, yeah, with any. <laughs> um, to give an online voice to companies who would otherwise uh, not have the time to do so, right? Because we're spending so many plates in our businesses, right? Certainly. Yeah, it was a, it was a fun um, way to start the company, and I'm excited to dive into it. Okay. And um, now you, it says you also uh, previously owned a wedding planning company. Yeah. How long did you do that? In, uh... I was in Chicago before this, okay. um, and I did that for two and a half years. So that'd be a whole show right there, right? <laughs> yeah, I've got stories for days about the Is, bridezilla. So. Yeah, I was, that was, yeah, I was going to ask you that question. Yeah, so uh, um, so what was uh, the best part and the least favorite part of that of that job or that company? Uh, best part was definitely the creative side of things. Um, the worst part is how I, I mean, without getting too deep, I, th- I yeah. think society kind of uh, misconstrues maybe what what weddings should be about these days, and it's a big, you know, party in a way to show off as opposed to the love that yeah. I think it should mean, so that's why it kind of was a little draining at the end. Yeah, with all the movies and all the hype, mm-hmm. and um, people just get caught up in that. Their ex- expectations are probably maybe unrealistic 
for their budget sometimes or just too much stress and pressure. Yeah, yeah. yeah, a lot of family input, which yeah. <laughs> can cause some drama sometimes. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, so this is not the wedding show, so we'll, we'll fast forward now. So you're also the current Calif- co-founder of a nonprofit aimed at assisting students uh, in need. Yeah, it's a nonprofit called Operation Celebration, um, and we have two events yearly. We're putting a pause um, this year, but we've helped students get back to school with providing school supplies and then also providing family meals for the holidays. Wow, that's awesome. And Thank you. Uh, how many folks do you typically help or, uh, with that program? Um, I th- believe in 2014 we did 500 baskets around Thanksgiving. Wow. Um, and then 1,000 students in a few school districts in the area. Wow, that's awesome. Um, so now you've, um, when you're not networking your way through Atlanta, as you mentioned, you kind of uh, uh, end up at all zip codes at any given time, right? Yeah. <laughs> it sounds <Love> like. travel. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, um, and uh, you're offering your services to business owners in need, motivating the team. Uh, talk to me about the team. Who else is, uh, works with you? Yeah, I have six other great teammates and colleagues, um, and we're hoping to find two other part-timers shortly soon as well. Um, but they're amazing. They're extremely creative, um, hardworking, and our clients love them. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Cannot, sorry. No, no worries. Uh, so um, I can feel your passion and excitement of working with those folks um, and adding some more team members. And finally, in our show notes, it mentions you have a big and lovable pup. Yeah. Uh, Gunner? Gunner. Gunner. Yeah, he's a great golden retriever. Super hairy, but amazing. Yeah, Yeah, other than that. All right, so now that kind of brings us a little bit up to speed for folks that may not um, be familiar with you and your your work and your efforts. Let's talk about social media strategy. This is on virtually, you can't be in business without starting with that on your short list, right? Certainly. And there's a yin and yang there of... I mean, a whole hour show of how much and where, what sandbox am I in for social media? Mm-hmm. But um, how would you start off a conversation with a business owner when they ask you, Chantel, um, I'm looking for help on social media? Yeah. Um, well, if you don't mind, I'd love to kind of tell you a little bit about the backstory of how the social media company started. That makes sense. Um, Let's do that. Because I think it all ties together. So I moved to Atlanta with the intent to open a second branch of the wedding planning company. Um, Ironically enough, pie became a really big trend in the wedding space in Chicago. Um, So I have a big sweet tooth. And when I moved here, I was craving pie. And I stumbled across a place called the Pie Shop here in Buckhead. Okay. Are you familiar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's delicious. Um, (laughs) And I went on her Facebook page as a consumer and I couldn't tell if she was open that day, what flavor she had. I saw customers were interacting, but no one was responding back. Um, So I didn't want to drive across town to find out. So it started to spark this idea that, you know, especially businesses here in Atlanta weren't really utilizing social media effectively. Um, And I had seen success using social media and Pinterest for the wedding planning company. Um, So I stumbled in a few weeks later, ended up talking to the owner and asked her if I could help her develop her online presence because she needed to be building those relationships and interacting with her customers um, because essentially they're her brand advocates and um, raving fans if they feel loved and cared for and supported and has a great product. So um, it started there. Um, fast forward two and a half years, we've, when you ask about the strategy, we've, you know, every client is very different um, in regards to what they need, what platforms we should be working on, how often we should be posting. So there's not certainly a one-size-fits-all package for clients, um, but we spend a ton of time onboarding up front, getting to know them and their needs and their KPIs and objectives so we can build out that strategy. Yeah, you really have to kind of reverse engineer a little bit, right, and figure out, um, and every business not only being different, but their social media should reflect their culture, 
Absolutely. their brand and also where their customers or clients are hanging out. Yeah, the demographic has a huge play in that. Um, if you know they find that most of them are 45 and up or you know living in a certain area code or um, you know then we tailor that you know, which platforms we're posting on accordingly. Um, and again, that's in our onboarding questionnaire. We dive deep into who their perfect client is and their customer base. So then we know how to speak to them effectively. And you mentioned area codes. I was talking zip codes earlier. So it got me thinking. Um, oh. right, no, but, um, but that's, that leads me to the question is um, what percentage or roughly how many folks um, are working with you here within Metro Atlanta as opposed to outside the market yeah, we so our industries primarily are retail, food and beverage, and e-commerce, yeah. and we certainly started locally with the mom and pop shops. Um, I'd say it's about seventy-five percent here and twenty-five percent nationwide. Um, we've just started to attain some of the larger clients that ship nationwide. So, yeah, because also um, I would imagine it happens just uh, organically where you work with a client based here. They have other locations or. Outside of the market, certainly. Yeah, ninety-two. I think it's the crazy, weird statistic, but ninety-two percent of our clients are actually all word-of-mouth referrals, which I think speaks again volumes to the team, um, you know, that I work with because they are sincerely so invested in all of our clients um, and care, and so it naturally comes. Those referrals naturally come from the clients. Um, yeah, and it has sparked this local passion that um, before I moved here, I didn't anticipate having. Um, there are so many amazing places here in Atlanta that have opened or opening, and I feel like there's such a great community now here. Yeah, absolutely. So um, in terms of social media networks, um, uh, how do you determine where those businesses, where their focus should be, I guess? Um, well, most where? of our clients are B2C, so... On average, we typically suggest Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, and Instagram. Um, for more B2B clients, we would also incorporate LinkedIn and maybe chop out Instagram and Pinterest. Um, so again, it's we build custom proposals for every client based on their industry needs, target market, and budget. So um, it, it's, again, a lot of that onboarding and getting to know the client before I would say, this is what you should do. Okay. Um, so I'm looking at your site with, um, you do have... A number of people in the food and beverage business, uh, Buckhead Paws. We've had those folks in here uh, in nice. Buckhead, but Tin Lizzie. So can you kind of give a little case study? Uh, who j maybe jumps off the page? Because, again, it is case by case. But if mm -hmm. they're in the food and beverage, some of these folks on your site, um, what's the uh, average engagement yeah. um, look like? Well, so every client, the KPIs um, and kind of the ROI is a little bit different based on what they're looking to attain. Sometimes it's brand awareness. So that would go more into the engagement and the follower count um, and, you know, how many people are interacting with their posts. Whereas others, they, you know, the direct sales is the more important bottom line. And so for an example, Buckhead Paws, you know, someone calling in because they saw an Instagram post and booking their services of dog walking would be a great KPI for us. Um, one in particular, we're working with an amazing, beautiful ring jeweler in L.A. Um, named Kirk Kara, and we started with them six months ago, and over that six months, I mean, we've grown, I think, 8,000 followers, um, and the engagements, you know, per post used to be 50, and now it's close to 300 and multiple comments. So there's just dif different ways to leverage and, and measure the ROI. Um, yeah, and speaking of that, we had some folks in earlier we were talking about uh, SEO, mm -hmm. that whole conversation. So as, um, as the business professional, a lot of times um, we get caught up in everything has to be measured and I have to be able to track something in order to be uh, a, a value. 
Um, is it different kind of social media? What is the typical expectation? Because a lot of times it's just you. Is I guess again it goes back to each client, but you want brand awareness, you want mm-hmm. kind of that social media activity, but not all of that can be necessarily. Tr- um, translated in, into immediate sales or revenue, right? Yeah, absolutely. And we find it tough um, because a lot of people, most people will not volunteer the information that, you know, I saw that on Instagram a couple of months ago and then later on right, Facebook, yeah. and that is why I'm here today right, to right. make this purchase. <laughs> um, so the impressions absolutely count for something, but people don't volunteer that information. So finding other creative ways to track that, um, whether we do a giveaway um, where they're enticed to tag friends so then we can see how many people are engaged and then they have to call to pick up, you know, their special gift or, um, or you know, maybe we'll do a special at Tin Lizzie's. And right. if people come in and say they meant, saw that, you know, on the Instagram account, then that's Get a free appetizer or something. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I guess that's where you'd have to really kind of measure. I used to be in print uh, media or uh, publishing okay. and, and um, had a, had the, it was a franchise publication and that was a, always a struggle. And it was even more difficult because you didn't have any metrics, you know, online when you had mm-hmm. a print publication and, and folks would all, you know, advertisers would always ask, you know, I need to see a return on this investment, which makes sense on one hand, but the other hand, more and more people that see your advertising should generate into revenue. But then I would, I would see people come into an establishment. I was standing right beside them, you know, with the publication and they get it every week and they call the publication by the wrong name. Yeah. So it's just, you know, uh, the human factor of um, it was frustrating because then that's not going to translate into that business owner writing that check said, you know, because uh, even the, the, the end consumer mm-hmm. uh, gave the wrong metrics, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, it's it's a different ballgame. Um, but there are so many great tools out there now to, you know, create create custom trackable codes. Like a company called Springbot, they're actually... Um, they started here as well, or just the reporting and analytics side and Google Analytics, kind okay. of tying those efforts together, help a little bit in tracking the ROI. And is that something that you, um, that the client would kind of monitor and then would resonate uh, in using your services, or is that something that you also analyze on their behalf? So we would encourage them to be going into those analytics dashboards just as often as we are. Um, I think we've found that our best clients are fully interactive in their marketing efforts, and it's not just a side thing that they know they need to be on, but whereas it's a thing that they know is very important to the success of their company. So I would say absolutely, you know, we would encourage them to still be on it, but we are tracking it on a weekly, daily, monthly basis, and then we provide reports to them you know, at the end of that month, and then also powwow and sit down and to meet with them to just review the results if anything is unclear. All right. And um, so I'm also looking at your side. I see Fit Radio, which got yeah. my attention. Whatever. Yeah, talk to me about uh, those guys. Have you heard about Fit Radio? I don't. I, I may or may not have. It kind of rings a bell, but um, I think I'm, I probably clicked at your site and saw them recently, okay. but yeah. Well, they're a great client. You'll have to download the app. Um, they've got so many users, and it's such an exciting client to be working with. But um, it's a fitness app that... Um, it's just curated playlists for you with different DJs based on workouts or genres. Um, and it tracks to, or it syncs to your BPM. So when you're running, you don't okay. have to try to find that perfect <laughs> playlist. Wow. Um, they've got a lot of really neat fi- features that they're also, that are in the pipeline, but definitely check them out. Um, yeah. try the free month. It's awesome. Okay. It does sound interesting. Um, you mentioned kind of free month. I don't imagine in your service that you offer a, uh, freemium of any kind typically, right? No. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've, we've traded a couple services with a few clients, um, if it makes sense to right, do, yeah. but, um, we do have a starter setup and onboarding fee that's 
kind of non-negotiable. Right, right. Um, and then we have 24-week minimum agreements. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, and, we, and we found that um, it's great. You know, I know clients might be fearful at first and they want to do the month-to-month, but they're, you have to be consistent on social media. And people really don't start to see that ROI um, until they've spent the time and being consistent building up the social media presence. So that's why we have the 24-week minimum. And um, I'm, I'm sure, obviously, I'm looking at your website, all this information, but share with our listeners, um, so if someone engages with you, what are the range of options? Is it kind of a la carte or packages where you can build it out and then you also monitor it, um, actually do the social media on their behalf, and then the back-end reporting? Or yeah. talk to me about those range of services, I guess. Um, so we offer a couple things. Training is one of those. So if you wanted us to come in to meet the team and, and you guys wanted to tackle it first, we could absolutely come in and train. Um, but our core competence is really, we have a photographer on staff, which is amazing. Um, so all of the assets that you would need for your social media accounts, we're actually capturing for you. Like we'll either come into your location, we'll set up these photo shoots, we'll book the models, scout the props. Wow. Um, And then they can use all of those photographs and assets on all of their marketing material. So website, flyers, pamphlets. Um, So that's a big part of what we do. And then we also curate all the content. So our entire team, all of our coordinators are very versed in copywriting. Um, So the client would never have to provide us the copy. So we take the pictures, we curate the content, we execute, and then we manage any customer inquiries. So any questions that come in across social media, we're the ones that are handling on that client's behalf. Wow. That's really a full range of uh, services, more than I think I've heard in the past from uh, (laughs) folks. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, we've most recently gotten a couple of questions about um, just help executing. So they would provide us, and then we would schedule it and manage on that end. But um, we really kind of enjoy and you know we enjoy those working relationships with the clients that you know when we have our hands in it we are truly invested in them and have you know their best interest at heart so we enjoy the kind of all full spectrum package but um to get a little bit more granular we can help if maybe they just want to start with instagram Um, so we do all of that for maybe just one platform or two as opposed to the entire gamut right and um so talk to us about the timing or sequencing of these Mm -hmm. uh postings uh, we were working on a project uh, for our uh, newsletter email marketing and there's a whole science and people can talk to you until your just eyes glaze over about um, all the science behind mm-hmm. when content should arrive in folks inbox email after hours weekends you know morning on and on so in terms of social media talked about the timing of posting yeah so each platform is a little bit different um, and it's something we're always measuring and adjusting because um, just recently or yesterday, you know, an article came out that Instagram is changing their algorithm. So now instead of seeing things in a timeline chronological order, they will now be bumping things up to what has gotten the most engagement. Um, so there, I'm sure that platform is going to change on the times that are, you know, things are being posted to optimize that. Um, but again, each platform is a little bit different in regards to how often you should be posting and on, at what times. Um, and I'd be happy to kind of put together an infographic for all the listeners and I can post that on our blog of okay the best practices right now if if you guys are interested in seeing that yeah that'd be awesome we'll add that to our show notes as well on the uh, on the web posting and um, so um, uh, I'm going to ask you a couple questions in terms like looks like most of your clients as you mentioned are B2C Mm -hmm. Um, are there any folks that come to mind on on the B2B yeah um, we actually represent a client around the corner the name is Secure America and they provide um, security staffing for um, class 
Class A buildings. Okay. Um, that would be one. We have a company called Win Realty. It's a little bit different, um, and they are a... Um, excuse me, brokerage house that you can essentially hang your real estate license under. So okay. they're, you know, targeting real estate agents particularly. Um, I think those are kind of the big ones that come to mind for B2C. Well, a couple of um, um, questions on my part, just um, a little selfish. Um, so if we had engaged with your pro-business channel, mm-hmm. um, I know kind of putting you on the spot right here, but what would be, because um, we, you know, you would want to do kind of a whole conversation to delve into yeah. our needs and all that stuff, but just... You know, just on the basic surface, or, or surface, what would you see? Because um, we're big on on Twitter, mm-hmm. but uh, we'd like to. Uh, um, I think, and well, I'll ask you that question. Where do you think we should be um, have our presence in social media? Twitter, absolutely, but also Facebook and LinkedIn. Okay. Um, I think LinkedIn, you can be utilizing the connections and reaching out and placing a few ads to get in front of other business owners to connect with them. Um, And then also listeners are very engaged on LinkedIn. Um, And then Facebook, I think it's a great platform to just help with SEO and continue to build that brand awareness and brand presence. Um, With Facebook, though, unfortunately, it's just a black hole unless you spend money (laughs) on advertising. so I would still suggest having that and maybe putting, you know, a little bit of ad spend each month, but um, those three platforms primarily. Yeah, and I would rank them. Uh, well, we've just, for whatever reason, invested so much into uh, Twitter, mm-hmm. sort of activity, built the audience there, the following and so forth. And um, so, but if I were to do it over again, I would have put more emphasis into LinkedIn because, and, and I'd rank them in that order, probably LinkedIn, Twitter, and then Facebook. Facebook, correct me if I'm wrong, but is really kind of definitely more that social. It's like that backyard barbecue. A lot of your brands are perfect for that when it's kind of lifestyle and social and fun entertainment. Um, we're, uh, not so much of those as it is kind of these business conversations. So people on Facebook don't really want to hear about, um, these type of conversations, but on LinkedIn, that's where all of the mm-hmm. blogging and posting and activities going on, right? Yeah. And I mean, I think for this business, particularly on Facebook, it could be served kind of more as the blog of um, directing people to the web page or providing insightful articles about starting a business or, you okay. know, hiring teammates. Um, I think those also could be posted on LinkedIn. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's tough on Facebook, to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah. Um, but like you said, you can't deny their audience and the behemoth size that they are. So, I mean, yeah. in terms of SEO, it probably d- does behoove us to be on there. Right. And then you have to think, you know, early adapters. So who, you know, who are the adapters now on, or, you know, users of Facebook now? And they might be a little bit older versus Instagram. And, and so if you want to try to target, you know, people in that demographic, that still might be a good platform for you. All right. Just want to re- remind our listeners you're listening to Georgia Business Radio. We're having a conversation with Chantel Khalif. Yes, sir. All right. And um, with a question mark. <laughs> um, but no, she's uh, been just a wealth of information here on the show, so- talking about everything social media. If you're um, looking for those services, uh, how would folks uh, reach out to and find you? Oh, well, they can certainly follow us on all the social media right. channels uh, by searching Imagine Media Consulting. We're uh, on all of them. And then also, if they like to reach out for me to me via email okay. my email is shan s-h-a-n at imagine media consulting.com or info at okay. and again we are hiring for two part-time positions so careers at imagine media consulting.com would be the place to nice, go for that perfect and what are the some of the current positions that people are um working on and the two new ones so um we have a social media manager uh, three social media coordinators our photographer 
We have an internship program we rolled out, and then the two part-time positions would be a digital media coordinator and um, a social media part-time coordinator. Okay. So. Um, yeah, I'm seeing some of your team members here at the site, and uh, you've also rolled out an intern program, you said? Or? Yes, sir. What is We're um, hoping to bring on one to two teammates each semester um, to really just you know get their feet wet in the social media world. Excellent. So um, any... Um, Closing thoughts or what's next on the horizon uh, for Imagine Media? Thanks. Um, no, I'm, ju- I'm just really excited for this upcoming year. We've got a lot of great partnerships. And um, if you're ever in Atlanta and need some fun places to go or inspiration of local places to shop, feel free to check out our website and you might find some direction there. And if you're ever in Pont City Market, our offices are actually located there. Um, would love to grab lunch. Nice. Yeah, I think I saw that on, on the site. That's a very vibrant uh, community over there, right? Yeah, it's a, <laughs> I'm yeah, so pleased with the warm weather because I imagine we'll be using the boat line a lot more. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, and so we'll just kind of finish with this. We just have a couple of minutes remaining. So what is a, uh, what's a challenge in your business? Um, about a month ago, I would have said that we, um, we didn't fire fast enough. Yeah. Um, and so that... That saying, hire slow and fire fast, right. was definitely, um, you know, kind of forefront in my mind. So that has been a challenge. Um, just it, just finding the right teammates and then also n- uh, understanding when to scale. Um, we've been vo- very fortunate to be growing so quickly that we need the help often. And then so sometimes I think I feel the rush to hire and bring on more teammates yeah. and then it doesn't work out in the long run. So really being more strategic and, and thoughtful about who we're bringing on and do they fit our core values? Um, and you know, will they make a, a long-term great teammate? Okay. And then finally, um, what's a good day look like for you over at Imagine Media? Oh, um, every day is very different right now. And I'm sure the team can attest to this as well. Sometimes we're hand models. Sometimes we are, um, you know, eating tacos at Tim Lizzie's. Um, every day is very different, but a, a perfect day for me. I really enjoy networking, um, meeting other business owners and learning from them as well. Um, and then interacting and being creative with the team. So helping out with photo shoots and, um, kind of still having that creative element that I did love in the wedding planning business. Okay. And I said last question, but you, re- you raised the topic networking. Okay. Um, what's on the short list or uh, recommendations or is there organizations you're involved in or networking groups or events that you enjoy or you would um, give a shout out to, as yeah. they say? Yeah. Um, have you heard of Network Under 40? Yeah. I just actually went to the event last night, nice. Networking okay. Over 40. Awesome. Well, <laughs> so, Dara, she's Dara, amazing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I would definitely recommend that that network. Um, I also just joined Entrepreneurs Organization, their accelerator program, um, which has been great so far as well. They have accountability groups and you meet every month and really kind of dive deep into your business. So I would suggest that that networking association and then um, AIMA and AMA are good ones as well. And marketing. marketing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. but those I, I don't attend as often. As right, yeah. Probably I, should. I think the networking under 40 is a lot more fun, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I heard right. there's a huge crowd there last night. They're always, I mean, yeah. always packed. I'm so proud of her. They, they've done awesome. Yeah, and where was that at last night? Um, I wasn't at the one last night, oh, okay, but I was at ones. the Topgolf. Um, oh, yeah, I heard about that which one, Which yeah. was great, and I had never been. It was so much fun. Yeah. Um, but always really vibrant people, and it's not stuffy business card passing. Right. It's like genuine conversations, which really sets it apart. Big time. Well, it was a pleasure, Chantel, having you on Georgia Business Radio. Look forward to um, uh, more upcoming news uh, in your space, in your arena. And a uh, pleasure having you here again. 
Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It was, it was great. Absolutely. We'll see you next time on Georgia Business Radio. Thank you again for joining Rich Casanova and our guests on the Pro Business Channel. Use the social media links here to share today's show and stay tuned for the next episode of Georgia Business Radio. This is no ordinary sub shop. This is Firehouse Subs. Welcome to Firehouse. Tired of overpriced lunches that underdeliver on flavor? Head to Firehouse Subs, where for a limited time you can get a $4.99 choice sub. Choose from a medium smoked turkey, Virginia honey ham, or roast beef. They're custom-made hot subs at a price ready-made to make you smile. Just $4.99, only at Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs, save more lives. Participating locations plus tax limited time offer prices may vary for delivery.